This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. What's up, beautiful people? We are back for another episode. Happy you're here. So, um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but this week is actually National uh, National Sleep Awareness Week. And I personally am fully aware that my sleep habits are trash. Um, it's something that I've been working on for a while, but it's just, it's, I'm a work in progress. My sleep's a work in progress. You know, some days I'm good, some days not so good. Um, actually, tomorrow, so by the time you guys are hearing this, um, Sunday on the 14th of March, we're actually going to lose an hour because spring, you know, we spring forward. And so I thought it was a perfect time to just kind of talk about, you know, sleep as it pertains to having a chronic illness because springing forward, it's just another hour of sleep that we're about to lose on top of the multiple hours we are losing if you're like, if you like me have like insomnia, thanks to your chronic illness or just insomnia in general, you know? Um, insomnia is real. I didn't really think about it. Um, you know, in college, not sleeping isn't really a big deal because you're on the go, you're young, you're carefree, whatever. However, when you have a chronic illness, sleep, even though, you know, there's a difference between chronic illness, fatigue and being tired, sleep and rest is very important to like your healing journey. And when you're not getting sleep, your body just isn't up to par. It can't function the way that you really need to. And it's a really, really difficult, like fog to be in all the time. On top of that, you know, I was on a high dose of prednisone, as I told you guys before, in like my diagnosis story and my treatment plan. Um, And prednisone actually contributes to insomnia. So, you know, for years I was on this prednisone that threw my sleep schedule off. And it was just like my sleep schedule was thrown off, but I was just so, so tired on top of the fatigue because of the illness, you know. It was just it was just a hot mess. And then beyond the medications, you might not be able to sleep because your mind is constantly going like you can have insomnia, insomnia, anxiety about, you know, what's going on with your body. Why aren't you be able to sleep? Um, What's going to happen tomorrow? How are you going to feel tomorrow? What happened today? Like, it's just a lot. And it's no wonder that we honestly can't get any sleep. Um. So typically some of the things that I do, and you guys are probably laugh, I mean, I laugh at myself, but my insomnia has helped me binge watch almost all of Grey's Anatomy. Um, I am a Netflix and a Hulu queen. Give me a, you know, good series and I would just sit up all night and just watch it because I'm not doing anything else. Um, sometimes if I'm not feeling well on like the TV or I'm being light sensitive, I might not watch TV. I'll find something else to do, like maybe read or sometimes I'll be in there singing to myself like a little um, <laughs> just humming and singing, just trying to soothe myself and rocking myself. It doesn't work. But I tried different things like, you know, um, writing, writing, as you guys know, because I blog is like one of my go to things. Sometimes I just need to write. And by the time I can write it out and I write till my hand hurt and I can't write no more anymore. And then I'll stop and try to put myself to bed. Sometimes I have to draw or paint. I've even gotten so desperate as to like clean. 
um, just to kind of get the energy out, keep my mind, you know, off of everything that's circling inside of it. Cause I can't sleep anyway. Might as well clean, might as well be productive. That's my, um, something that I'm working on because you don't always have to be productive. And then I've even had like horrible habits. Like, you know, you're up late and you're worried you can't sleep. So then you're like late night binging and like eating ice cream and chips and cookies because it's just like it's the middle of the night. What is there else to do? So I definitely want to address the topic of sleep this week and try to, I guess, have a conversation about how we can get better sleep because they're definitely very important for our overall healing, you know. So one of the things that I've kind of been tinkering with is this concept of a bedtime routine. And I know traditionally, you know, people think, oh, that's just for kids and babies because you're trying to like get them on like a sleep sleep schedule. But bedtime routines can actually apply to adults as well. Um, I've tried different things, you know, to treat my insomnia, like weighted blankets, melatonin. I wasn't a fan of either. The melatonin, I really didn't see any difference in my sleep and the weighted blanket, it just wasn't for me. Like I felt trapped. Um, and that <laughs> definitely gave me more anxiety because I never thought I was claustrophobic, but feeling like I couldn't move my body under that weighted blanket, it just it just didn't work for me. But it might work for you. So if you haven't tried a weighted blanket, maybe that can help you. Um, but back to what we were talking about, you know, your sleep hygiene is largely dependent on the things that you do and don't do before bed. So establishing a good bedtime routine is basically just trying to put in good sleep hygiene. So it's like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you do good oral hygiene to keep your um, teeth and smile and everything so you don't have holitosis. So why wouldn't we do things on the back end as we're preparing for bed, you know? Sometimes we do activities that can cause excitement or stress and anxiety before bed, and it makes it difficult for us to fall asleep or to even stay asleep on like, you know, hectic or chaotic days. I struggle with not only falling asleep, but staying asleep. So if I fall asleep, I will wake up multiple times through the night and it's like, I'm not late for anything. I have no idea what it is that's keeping me awake. So I've really been trying to work on getting like a relaxing um, bedtime routine down so I can like separate my wake and up hours from my sleep time. And um, yeah, it's still a work in progress, as I said, but I'm going to share these tips with you. So some ideas that you can try um, is like taking a warm bath or shower. I know that can be kind of hit or miss because sometimes, you know, taking hot baths or hot showers can trigger your symptoms depending on what type of illness you have. But other things like, you know, having a cup of tea or hot cocoa. I'm not a tea drinker, but in the wintertime, I do love me some hot cocoa. Um, A light relaxing snack. So nothing too heavy because you don't want to go to bed after eating like a really heavy meal because your body won't have time to digest it if you go to sleep right away, hopefully. Um, so something light, you know, reading, um, or listening to like an audio book or a podcast. Something that I've been doing lately is praying. Um, if you're a believer, meditating. Meditating is cool. I've tried a couple of different meditations. Some of them better than others. My favorite app that I've mentioned multiple times before on like my social media is the Insight um, app. Is it Insight? Yes, I believe it's the Insight Timer um, app. And they have lots of different meditations, especially for sleep. Some of them I'm not able to go right to sleep on. Some of them I don't finish because they did put me to sleep. But again, I wake up. 
So again, just fine tuning what works best for me. Um, journaling. Also, there's yoga to get ready for bed and then different breathing techniques to kind of soothe the anxiety and kind of just rush you out. So I recommend putting a combination of like two to four different activities that can kind of get you to like 30 minutes or so, like a bedtime wind down, um, just to kind of get you in the mood for sleep. You know, kind of like you don't, if you have children, you don't give them candy and ice cream and then be like, all right, get in bed. No, you kind of kind of coast them into settling down for the night. And we have to do the same thing as adults. So Once you know what your routine is going to look like, you kind of have to put it in action. Um, Some of the ways that you could do that to just make it a habit is, you know, set a timer for 30 or 45 minutes before you actually want to be in bed sleeping so that you can start your routine. Um, Things that I know kind of have been helping me is putting my phone away. You know, I used to sleep with my phone under my pillow or like right next to me just in case I had like an emergency and needed to call someone. But lately, because I've been doing better, I've been able to move my phone further and further away um, from my bed. And that, you know, allows me to not be on social media during the night or, you know, right before bed, not to be scrolling on my phone. I put my phone on do not disturb And my family and friends know that different boundaries that we have to set in order to keep their routine intact. Um, And the most important thing I would like to say is that you have to be consistent. So with anything, it's not going to be like an overnight success. You may have days like me where it's like perfect. And yes, you're able to go to sleep and stay to sleep and you wake up feeling so refreshed. And then two days later, it's like, what in the world? You did the same exact thing, but it didn't work. So I would definitely say be consistent in your practice and fine tune it. Maybe some things do work. Maybe some things don't work and just play with it until you find the perfect routine. that's going to help you get the sleep that you very much so deserve. So I do believe that is all I have for you guys this week. Um, Again, I know you guys, even though we are losing an hour, I think you guys will be excited because spring is here and it looks like things are slowly opening up and maybe we will have some type of outdoor, you know, oasis this in the next coming months, but I don't know. Um, Let me know what your bedtime routines look like or what type of things that you're doing to get better sleep because I'm definitely always trying to improve my sleep. And I am looking for any type of suggestions, you know, supplements, um, teas, even though I'm not a big fan of tea, I will try them. Um, Just anything in general, even sleep hypnosis. Maybe I need to be hypnotized. I don't know. But yeah, that's all I have, you guys. Until next week, I will talk to you later. Stay ill.